With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Just after 4.30 on a Tuesday afternoon, Kimbo on the reach with you. And it's a beautiful day outside, currently 18 degrees. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarket supporting women in sport. Looking forward to our next chat. Very talented AFLW Player Roots, who's had a very interesting career, a short Robbed. career. Robbed. Robbed. We'll get to that. It the seems, image of injustice. It seems like years ago, it was only last year, when our next guest was banned from playing in a grand final. Montana McKinnon from the Adelaide Crows joins us now. Hello, Montana. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, were well, you glad we brought that up first, were you? Are you still haunted yeah, by that? <laughs> we were prepared to have a public rally for Oh, him. we were. We were filthy <laughs> on that. Um, let's get into it then. Um, yes, let's go yeah, quickly to the chase on yeah, this one. How, how was that? We just found it a rather innocuous incident. Did you actually make contact with the girl? Um, I did a little bit, yeah. I um, obviously it was a very challenging week, mm. um, full, you know, a bit of a roller coaster. Obviously, on a bit of a high, like coming off the prelim with a win, um, you know, going into that grand final week, and then obviously that bit of a low. Then finding out Monday that that had all happened, and you know, going through all of that was challenging, and just sort of being there that week and playing my role for the team, and then just getting around the girls for that grand final day. Montana, we could never understand how you in the end suspended, not for what you did, mm. but the potential of what you could have done. Potential to cause injury, Not I think. for what you did, but for what the tribunal said, or oh, this is what it could have led to. Now, mm. to miss a grand final for that. Now, we read how you were in tears after the tribunal. Did you wish that there was an appeal process taken up by the club at the end? Um, oh, it's a bit of a challenging one, you know, um... Uh, like I said, it was a very hard week, but I was still grateful for the club. Like the club were, you know, they were really supportive through all of that and they did everything on their behalf that they could have for mm-hmm. me. Um, so, you know, I was very grateful for the club in, in that way. All right. We didn't really plan to jump into that one from the start, but we were going to talk about <laughs> well, it. Because ho- yet- hopefully you get to play in a grand final, win a premiership medal, so then it becomes just a side issue. Mm. You deserve yeah, sure. that. You hopefully. deserve that. Mind you, you, it is topical at the moment. You have a teammate, Nasra <laughs> Allen, up before the tribunal. We won't get you to comment on that one, but I'm a little bit uh, miffed with the, some of the press that's going with that one. All right, let's jump into the positives. You're undefeated after seven games, seven straight wins, 42-point victory over the Doggies last week. Uh, you're playing your role. How are you finding being sort of rucked forward? Yeah, no, really good. You know, um, you know, me and Caitlin Gould playing that last year and now sort of me and... Jess Allen playing that this year. It's really good having sort of that balance with the both of us there, um, both contributing um, what we can. So, yeah, really enjoying it. Montana, with the new rules in AFLW where you get the boundary throw-in coming in much deeper, how does that change your ruck work? Do you just see now more angles, more opportunities to set up clearances? Yeah, it's not too bad. So, obviously, within the Ford 50s now, so within the 50 arc, they um, don't bring it in that 10 metres. So, Mm. it's just sort of that adjusting, realising that where you are on the field, whether quickly adjusting, like seeing if they're going to bring it in or if they're going to go to the boundary. So, 
just working through that, especially with the mids who are working around you. Mm, interesting. Uh, massive game this week and away game up in Brizzy. It'll be warm up there. Saturday, 2.35 at Brighton Homes Arena. You take on rivalry, Brisbane. Yep. Yeah, you've lost mm. the last two to them by 23 and 22 points. We'll jump into that shortly. I want to go way back to how it all started for you. You were a late bloomer in football. Is it right that you didn't pick up a footy until you were 14? Yeah, yep. So I was actually a netballer growing up, so didn't start playing until I was 14, which is actually um, a state game was my first game, so I sort of got straight into it um, and then was lucky enough and played a bit of football down at Morfittville Park and then uh, went through the programs down at South Adelaide. That is staggering. I did read that some time ago. Your very first proper game was a state game. You were 14 playing in an under-18 carnival. That is insane. Yep, yep. <laughs> Did you know what you were doing? I looked at some of the highlights. You looked like you knew what you were doing. No, it was actually a funny one. I um, because obviously it's a little bit different to netball. I was looking up the night before the game positions on the field. Oh <laughs> no! Hey, <laughs> and really, look, uh, I, I can remember when I was working with Channel Nine many years ago. I went out and did a story before the AFLW was about to start. It was two years before we we broke the story on Nine, and I interviewed Courtney Craming and the Morfittville Parks. Football club has just been such a breeding ground for talented AFLW players. I believe Courtney has been a mentor of yours. What is it about Morfittville Parks? Yeah, no, I, I got in just at the right time. So Courtney was actually, CJ there was one of my first coaches um, when I first started in under 15s there. Um, they had a really good program through both their juniors and then sort of their uh, A's and B grade teams. Obviously, you've seen a lot get drafted through there. Um, but yeah, they were really great in sort of that development coming through for women's football and then CJ herself has been great and obviously ending up here at the Crows were there is really special as well. So Montana, how much of a footballer do you handle before you played the state game? <laughs> um, oh, not too much. I did um I did Oz kick when I was about four or five, okay. um, okay. just as a once off and then other than that just a bit of kicking the footy um with sort of my dad in the front yard or just with some friends on the street but Nothing other than that. Now, this is the first time we chatted to you, but we speak to all the AFLW players on a weekly basis from Port and, and the Crows. Um, we've never heard a bad word about your coach, the Doc. I don't think we ever will. Does he have favourites, and would you be one, given he was a ruckman? Well, I don't say that. A lot of the girls like to think that ah. us rucks are the favourites. We do get a bit of... Um, <laughs> Obviously, him being head coach and also that ruck coach, we do um, some extra sort of craft sessions with him. But, you know, you can't really go past Chelsea Randall as a as a coach's favourite. Uh, yes, yeah, right, so well, and she did live with the Doc and uh, <laughs> okay. as well. Unbeaten in seven. Mm. Where do you improve from here? Or are you finding that it is all clicking very nicely? No, obviously it's going, um, you know, pretty good at the moment. But obviously we've still got, uh, what's that, three more games until mm. finals. So we're just sort of taking each week as it comes and hopefully sort of improving and just sort of tidying up a few little things before finals hit. Have the girls got around Abby Ballard this week? Yeah, that's tough news, that one. Yeah, obviously that's really disappointing. Um, not too sure when she goes in just yet. Um, but, yeah, all the girls, she was in at the club last night in good spirits and all the girls are getting around her. Yeah. So hopefully that's... You talk about Chelsea Randall being a, a leader, and we know that she is. So what about e Ebony Marinoff? We get her on now in a bit. She's always up and about. Is she a serial pest, or is when she puts the game face on, it's all business? 
Yep, she is exactly what you see on the field is what she is. Now she's great. She's definitely, um, especially these last two seasons, she's been an upcoming leader for us and sort of following in those footsteps of, you know, Chelsea Randall and Sarah Allen. So it's really exciting And we've had to see Neve... what sort of leader she's going to be in yeah. a few years. We've had Neve Kelly on a few times. She is loving it since coming over from the West Coast Eagles, loving playing for the Crows. Yeah, Neve's been great for us. Little speedy one, which has um, been great for us. She's... You know, she's unstoppable on the field. So when she gets running, that no one can catch her. She's been great. All right. What's been the preparation to take on uh, Brisbane? Because they have got you the last two times. Yeah, so we've got main training tomorrow. So, you know, we'll go into all the logistics about that. But, you know, for us, I think it's just going to be, if we want to come away with the win, just putting mm. in four really good quarters of our football um, from the get-go. Montana, how do you think you go speed for speed with them now? Because it was an issue in the past. Yeah, well, like you said, though, having mm. Neve now, we've got a few um, sort of our young girls now mm. stepping up, which has been really good. Um, I definitely think, you know, looking at this season, like we've been a lot faster team to watch play. So hopefully we can uh, match them this week, which would be really good. What did that win against Melbourne on the road when you're beating the defending champ on their home deck give you as a group? Yeah, it definitely gives you a fair bit of confidence there. Um, obviously, again, really hot from the get-go from that first bound. Yeah. So just you know, the, the fact that we'll be able to play, we were able, sorry, to play four quarters um, and get the job done. Yeah, it's really exciting to see where this group could go. Now, Montana, everyone in a football club has a nickname. Do you have one? Yeah, so I go by either Mon or Monty. Monty. I'm amongst the girls. Well, Monty, I need a little favour. Uh, have you ever met the Roach? Do you know what he looks like? Do you know anything about his past? I haven't met him, no. No, well, he was the chief football writer for the advertiser for 30 years. Where are you going with this? Oh, I'm just saying, he has no fast twitch muscles at all. <laughs> if he drops his pen, he groans and grunts. It takes him about 10 minutes to bend down and pick it up. Now, you're a Pilates instructor, oh, is that yes, right? Oh, yes, yes, this could help. He <laughs> needs am, flexibility. This would help. <laughs> Tell us about your gig away from football. <laughs> yeah, no, so I'm uh, just at the Marion Aquatic Centre, so I just work there three mornings a week. Um, really enjoying it. It's good to have, I think, like a balance, a job away from football, just so I can sort of, you know, reset. And I've got that on the outside to keep me busy. So, yeah, I'm teaching both Matt and Reformer Pilates there. Well, would you imagine giving agility to a dinosaur? Because that's what Kim is asking you to do. Mm. Give agility to a dinosaur. It's definitely doable. Really? <laughs> I, I it'd be easier to put him down on that. With Pilates, though, I can remember 20 years ago when a few players, or, you know, 20, 25 years ago, said that they were doing Pilates and people thought they were crazy. What, what does it give you in terms of your strength and conditioning? What, what are the assets of, um, or the bonuses or pluses of doing Pilates? Yeah, well, I've been doing, um, obviously teaching, I've been doing it a fair bit myself this season, especially. Um, even like, especially like a lot of the girls, we've actually got a few girls, um, if they've got um, sort of weaker backs and stuff that have been doing it. Okay. I myself noticed that I've just been stronger and even like through my core strength has been really good. Um, and I've, I know a few of the men's players are doing it now as well. So it's definitely really beneficial. Yeah, a lot of players doing it. Well, great to chat to you, Monty. We wish you all the very best. You take on Brisbane away up at Brighton Homes Arena on Saturday at 2.35. I think it's going to be warm. You're going for eight straight. Hey, thanks to IGA Supermarkets supporting women in sports. Stay on the line. Our producer, Bumfluff Benny, uh, is going to give you a $100 IGA voucher. Now, we ask all the girls this. Which section of IGA would you be going to first? Oh, Chocolates? I the top one. I was maybe going to say the ice cream. 
Oh, I love it. That's a first. I reckon nearly everyone, everyone says, oh, fresh fresh fruit and and, uh, veggies. Yeah, (laughs) We'll let you do that. Good luck on the weekend. Stay on the line and we've got a $100 IGA voucher for you. Awesome. Thanks heaps, guys. Appreciate it. There we go. Monty McKinnon. She's a beauty. Uh, IGA Supermarkets Roots, supporting women in sport for great saves and local phase. Visit your nearest IGA.